0: to Out on a Limb Podcast with your hosts, Will, Allison, and Not Samantha. (laughs) As you may have noticed, we have a special guest in studio today, Toby Elbel, who has been here before. She's a two-time guest on our podcast Uh, for a number of reasons. First of all, because of the subject matter, because we're going to talk about her sigils, And um, her inspiration and all of the things that have transpired with the three of us in regards to the origin story. So we're going to talk about that today. And also, it's been a little challenging because of the holiday with Samantha's schedule and our schedule. And we really like Samantha to be here in person. Um, But because she comes from Hilton Head, which is a couple of hours away, it can be a little bit challenging. So we thought this was perfect to give her a break and to have Toby to come in and chat directly to you guys about uh, the sigils and how all of that works, and how she gets downloads and and fun stuff like that. So welcome. It's uh for you Wednesday, a couple of weeks prior to Christmas. Yep. So I have my Christmas lights, which are a couple <laughs> of years old and they no longer light. But if you can hey, tell, that's what this is. We're in the spirit. Right. Right. Very cheery. Um, and this episode, yeah, this episode will will air a couple of weeks before Christmas. So I thought I'd get into the
1: the holiday the spirit,
0: Christmas spirit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the first thing we want to talk about, really, is kind of um, the history. As you know, or may may not know, uh, we recently published our workbook. Um, it's a it goes along with the origin story book. Uh, it's a companion guide to help you as you're reading through the origin story because the material is so dense. I mean, it's not uh, impossible to get through. It's really. Um, it's easily digestible, yeah. but you have to kind of chunk it up. And and there are some. There's just so much information that it is helpful to stop and think and integrate uh, rather than reading it straight through. Yes. yes. And so we thought this was a really good way to um, either have book clubs together if you wanted to order a copy and get together on your own with friends to read the origin story, um, and to digest it together and integrate it together. Uh, that's always a fun way to do it. Um, or we actually are going to be putting our own uh, 12-week book study, one for each of the chapters, and we're going to start that in January. So we wanted to talk about that too for you. Um, And so we have the origin story workbook and the origin story that we're going to start with. Uh, Now, as you may remember, when we talked to Toby the last time, she is a a channel, an intuitive, an artist, uh, all kinds of stuff. She reads tarot. um, But one of the special things to me, the special gifts that you have, Toby, is... Uh, this ability to channel light language in writing, uh, sim- symbolism, symbolic, beautiful yes. drawings that hold energy and meaning for people, and you can, of course, order those, uh, mm-hmm. which would be a great Christmas gift if you're interested. And we'll have her information yep. in the description. Um, but with that, this was um, sort of how those sigils came about in the book. Mm-hmm. So, as we were channeling, yep. Uh, it occurred to me that I wanted to have a little symbol at the top of each chapter like we did for love notes which was the giraffe
1: mm-hmm.
0: um just as a decorative thing and so we were looking for some emojis and some little galactic little,
1: stuff right like little decorations and it just yeah nothing i mean everything that i kind of came up with and tried to fit it in there it just didn't feel right as we were assembling the book right and
0: yep. at some point we i don't remember who got the idea but to, to maybe try to do a little light language sigil. And of course, Toby was the first one to come into my mind. And so I, I reached out to you about that. And Mm -hmm. do you remember what you had already just, you had just channeled one of them and you didn't know why, right?
2: Yes. And I didn't even realize what it was at first I had channeled, I had seen this, um, sigil or symbol in my meditation. I had drawn it, and I knew I was guided to share it in some form. And oftentimes with my social media posts, I'll take the written channelings, like the, the word, the messages I receive, and I overlay it on top of a photograph that I've taken. So I attempted to do that with this sigil. And, but it wasn't, I knew I was missing something. Mm-hmm. I knew that that wasn't really, <clears throat> excuse me. It wasn't really the um, the purpose of it and what it was meant for. So when you called then i finally put it together i was like uh, now i know what this is and why i've had it for it was like it was probably two or three months that i had that long yeah Yeah. and i wasn't really sure i knew there was something that was going to happen with it but i didn't know what it was and do
0: you remember who that was
2: the syrians right right right
0: syrians were the first to knock on your door Mm yeah and say hello And so I think we channeled about it also at some point, and Mm -hmm. the 12 told me, yes, we have been communicating with Toby also, and that, yes, she is supposed to be a part of this book. Uh, So that's really fun when that happens. (laughs) Excuse me. So then at some point, um, you had called or texted or whatever, and you you were getting this hit, this idea that you needed to create tarot cards. Because yes. you have a friend, a really good friend, whose tarot cards that you use that she had created her own. Yes. And so you knew this was possible. You're an artist already. And you have all of this material and all of this channeling that needs to get out to people. And so mm-hmm. you you had this great idea to create these tarot cards. So you c- reached out to me and you were like, uh, you know those symbols <laughs> that I downloaded for the book? I said, yeah. She's like, well, are they proprietary? Are they mine? Are they yours? How's that work?
1: Because
0: <laughs> yeah. I was kind of thinking about using them for some cards and I'm like, absolutely, they're yours. I mean, you channeled them, right? And they're for the book. Um, you know, it wouldn't make sense for us to to say they're copyrighted and to keep them for us. I mean, of course, they're this doesn't mean that anybody can go and copy that and use that on your own website. Right. If you wanted to do that, reach out to us and we'll talk to you about how that might work. Um to give Toby credit for that, but they're hersive symbols. And so, yes, by all means. So we started talking and as we were talking and as, as often happens, yes. when you're talking to people about this, you get hooked into this wave of energy, this yeah. inspiration, yeah. this yep. intuition yeah. And so things just started flowing and we were like cards. Yeah. Card deck would be great. And you use those symbols and more. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, I think you said, I feel this third piece. Right.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I said, it feels like there's, there are three parts to this. Yeah. The original, the origin story, book, Itself, yeah. the cards, and then there's something else. What's the other thing? And we both said,
0: At the same exact time, workbook or journal, journal. right? Right. right, right. (laughs) Yes, we were both feeling that. So that was neat. And so that was the inspiration for the workbook. And we wanted to get that out. The origin story went out in June, was published in June. Yes, Mm -hmm. We wanted to hurry and get the workbook out, uh, you know, closer before the end of the year, really, Mm -hmm. because we wanted people to be able to have it right away so they could Mm -hmm. use it with the origin story book. Um, And so you... spent I don't know how many hours channeling and not just (laughs) and these are not just little sigils these are big and I'm going to show you one in a minute you guys get to see this uh, before all of the other people that haven't bought the workbook yet but they're big um kind of designs like half page designs Mm -hmm. and they came with verbal trans transmissions or um translations if you will Mm -hmm. um that are very poetic. And if you have the workbook, you'll notice that they are written like poetry. Yeah. So you have to actually think as you're reading. And we talked about this. Do you
2: remember? We did. Yes, because we talked about uh, like the um, the flow of it and the flow of it and (laughs) punctuation and and that type of thing and the way it was, the way it was delivered to me was in that more uh, flowing and poetic form. Right. When I write things down, I try. I always make sure that I stay true to that that feeling, that flow and the energy mm-hmm. that came through originally. With right. It, so. And,
1: you know, interestingly, as I'm at, cause I'm, I'm kind of the editor of the, of the workbook itself, putting it all together. And so when you were sending those sigils and those transmissions through, well, you know, they came in on a word document. So I'm just pulling them off a word document. I'm like, well, this is all, this doesn't line up. Right. Let me just <laughs> put it all back together. So Allison would look at it. She said, no, no, no you need to have it just as she sent it because that's the way they, that's the way it was transmitted. I'm like, well, that doesn't look, she said, no, it's, it's meant to be that way as in like a poem format, that kind of, you know, there's, there's, there's energy behind each one of those lines. And I said, mm-hmm. ah, got it. Okay. So, cause I, I didn't, at first, when you look at it, it's like, okay, this doesn't line up. It, it looks you know, weird. It, yeah. it does look mm-hmm, weird. Yeah. But then once you understand the process, then it was easier to, okay, this makes a, this makes complete sense. So. And
0: so what's so funny is I'm such a grammar Nazi. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I have this, maybe you guys can relate out there, but I have this knack. Or curse, I don't know what you would call it. Curse, that,
1: curse. To see, from my end, it's a curse. <laughs>
0: to see some kind of grammatical error, and it's like, Bing, 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 mm-hmm. it, on a whether it's on a billboard or on a newspaper or wherever it is, it stands out to me. And so, as I'm reading that, I'm like, We really need some <laughs> punctuation here. I can't read it in a, in the way that I'm used to reading sentences. But then mm-hmm. it occurred to me uh, that it it slows you down. Mm-hmm. And it's meaningful. And so yeah. when you stop and read each line, and it's, it's like sometimes if you're reading sentence after sentence, you get to the end of the paragraph, you don't remember what you read, right? right. Because it's sort of just you're on autopilot. Flows, yeah. mm-hmm. But when that's not the case and you have to actually pay attention as you're reading, it mm-hmm. really is more meaningful. Yeah. And I'll tell you what those symbols, the, the picture symbols too, ooh, they're really energetic. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is we were able to do color on right. the workbook, yeah. which we weren't able to do on the origin story. They had to be all in black but the sigils are in color this time. In fact, the whole workbook is in color. Yeah. yeah. All right. So do you want to do a sneak peek? We can show one of them. You can even show the Syrian or whichever one you feel called to do. Um. One of the symbols and the.
1: Let's see here. Which one? The
0: Verbal light language.
1: Let's see. Excuse let's, me. Oh, let's go. Which one's drawn my attention here? That's an interesting one. I think. Which one is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is the Syrians. Ah.
2: Uh, well, there you go. There you
1: go. <laughs> so, for those that for those that remember from the origin story itself, that's the symbol for the Syrians. For their chapter.
0: So we put all of the originals in the workbook as well.
1: As part of the beginning chapter. And those are in
2: color too. So you get to see the original color that they were drawn. Because Toby
0: drew, she draws with colored markers. And so they did have color in their original form.
1: And then here on the page, that's the Syrian light language symbol that came through along with the channel transmission that goes along with the sigil. So... Getting yep.
0: a, a view of the next one too.
1: Well, that's yep, the beginning of the new chapter. So, right, yep.
0: right. So the neat thing about the workbook is that we went through and we encapsulated some of the um the most important concepts that we or the biggest takeaways from each of the chapters so that you kind of preload yourself as you're reading the chapter. And then when you get done with the chapter, you can go back and look at those key concepts and say, right. Hey, did I did I get all of that? <clears throat> key concepts
1: right. are outlined right at the beginning of the new chapter and they're all highlighted within the and that the was really hard
0: blocks. really hard to do because everything in the chapter is important right. I mean, like every literally every <laughs> every sentence is yes. energetic and important yes um but what we found was when toby went through the book and when i went through the book we came up with almost all the same key concepts and mm-hmm. so that was reassuring mm-hmm. um there's also room for note-taking in there yep Uh, And then we had some discussion questions. So if you were to do a book, um, a book study or something like that, there's some questions to to apply the material that is in there. Mm -hmm. So like the Arcturians will give information or advice or something. And then you you just kind of contemplate how that is applicable to your own life or how that might benefit you
1: every day. Mm -hmm. actionables.
0: Right. So for those who want to take it to the next level and actually apply and integrate the material in there. Um, But as we said, we're going to do a 12 week book study starting in January on the 7th, and it's going to go for every single Sunday for 12 Sundays in a row. We'll end before Easter. For those of you who um, still celebrate Easter, we didn't want to take up Easter Sunday, of course. Um, And it'll be two hours from noon Eastern time until 2 p.m. Eastern time every Sunday, but we'll record it because if you sometimes something happens and you can't meet with us online, but you'll have access to the entire two hour meeting. Yep. Um, but we're going to talk about each of the chapters. We're going to talk about our feelings or what were our thoughts as we were reading the chapter. We're going to go through some of the discussion questions and we're actually going to do a channeling at the very beginning of each meeting. Mm-hmm. So Will's going to bring forth that group from that chapter uh, for a group message that's pertinent just for the members of the book study. Uh, a timely message for just that group. At the end of each meeting, we're going to actually meditate on the sigils, um, do a group meditation, something that will carry us through the next week. Um, So it's going to be really intimate, a small group uh, gathering. uh, And for those who are ready to go in depth, uh, really, I think it's going to start your 2024 off with a bang, literally, um, because just reading the book I'm getting, we're getting so much feedback. Mm-hmm. Have you even, you you've uh, sold a bunch yourself. Have mm-hmm. you been getting some feedback?
2: I have, I have. What are it, people? Is that they're excited about the workbook mm-hmm. in addition to, because having that extra tool to be able to digest the information they're taking it slow and in certain you right. know smaller pieces mm-hmm. going chapter by chapter but yeah, it really isn't, it
1: isn't like a novel where you read from cover to cover yeah. you've got to break it up you've got to digest it you've got to take time in certain sections mm-hmm. so yeah
2: there's so much right. energy within the book too that sometimes I think for um for and I would say probably for most people that are drawn to it there are sensitive to energy too that there's There's that component as well, which I think adds to the sensation of it being dense, so to speak, not dense as in low or vibrational or yeah, 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 like no, kind of, just don't know, not at all but den says in there's so much fact. to take in yeah, and right. so much to process and yep. i think a lot of that is the energy that just is held within the words and the channelings the and information it's,
1: it's going to be interesting because for full, full disclosure i have not read the book so it's going to force me to read every single read chapter chapters, right? i've read a couple of chapters mm-hmm. i think i've gotten three chapters in and that was on our flight from. uh hey,
0: we're, we're on the flight sitting next yeah. to each other. He's reading it and he would just keep stopping. He's like, oh my God, I said this. <laughs> exactly. This came out of my this mouth. came out of my mouth. I mean, come on. <laughs> and I said, I told you, every time we would get done with a channeling, I'm like, holy cow, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And I'm jumping around.
1: And So here. I'm just as excited as I think everybody <laughs> to get into the meat of this and, mm. and really understand what's there because it's going to be, I think, just as profound as it was for myself to do the channeling and and understanding the energy that was coming through, not knowing what was coming through, but understanding the energy that was there. Now to overlay that with the words that actually came through is going to be just, uh, to me, it's going to be mind-blowing. Yeah. So yeah. And
0: for those of you who join us, you get two authors, real channeled material live you get uh meditations and the sigil work and all of this fun but stuff. wait there's more yeah, on screen. <laughs> but this is not medics. i know before you comment this is an infomercial it kind of, is, it kind but of only, is only because we wanted to make sure that enough people hear about this 12-week mm-hmm. um, book study that's coming up right in case you want to take advantage of the uh, early bird discount the early bird will run through december 15th so if you pay before midnight on the december 15th you get the discounted price uh you can ask for it for christmas if you want put that on your list um and we hope to to see you in january but um we also wanted to talk about the infomercial infomercial part is done
1: okay <laughs> thank you all right okay
0: at any rate we <laughs> wanted to talk about this <laughs> There's something going on with bees, with bee energy. The bee, yeah, bee energy,
1: yeah, the bee energy for sure. If, yeah. Th-
0: if this is happening to you, or you have some connection to bees, honey, hives, um, honeycomb, community, that sort of thing, let us know in the comments. We're fascinated if this is a theme for you all, but it's been a theme for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So here's what happened: We're downtown Charleston, going to theater last, 99
1: last Saturday. Last Saturday evening. Right. And, yep. And Theater 99 is a improv studio that we have here in Charleston. It's a great place to go. So if anybody's in Charleston, have at it.
0: Right. So as an aside, I was getting over the crud. I had the crud for like three weeks mm-hmm. and I still had a lingering cough. And I'm like, you know what? If I go into this theater of people and I start hacking and coughing, they're going to be <laughs> upset. <laughs> so I said, we'll take a detour over to the CVS. I'm going to get some old school Robitussin, swigged it in the car. Luckily, I was Okay. I was okay. Yeah. As soon as it starts.
1: As soon as as soon as the lights go down and the and the performance begins, my eyes it and now I think I've mentioned this in the past on on previous podcasts kind of my history of law enforcement. I have been pepper sprayed. I've had to be pepper sprayed for part of my my law enforcement training. I know what that feels like. <laughs> this is exactly what it felt like. My eye started burning to the point at which I couldn't see. I mean, literally Water was Cheers. running out of my eyes and I just, I couldn't clear it. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't focus. I couldn't, but I, but I had to sit just, I couldn't get up in the middle of the performance to go to the bathroom to wash my eyes out or anything. So I had to wait until the right moment, but it was just so uncomfortable. It was so, weird because yeah, there
0: was no, but no perfume that I no, smelled, nothing, nothing to trigger it. No, no odors. It
1: was very, very strange. Um, never had that, never had that ever happened before. Um, and then uh that lasted it lasted until the morning. And 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 when we came home that night, I washed my eyes out, went to bed, had a headache at that point because it was just that profound. Um, and then I woke up that morning and I felt like just completely spatially, like almost disconnected. Oh, like yeah. I like my eyes weren't watering, but now I just felt spatially disconnected. I was just like, what where? What in the heck? Right. what's going on? So there had to have Sunday. been some sort of, yeah, right, that would have been a Sunday. There had to have been some sort of energy clearing, purging, something that took place that night. I, mm. it, so, so that
0: was Sunday morning when you woke right. up Sunday night, we, we've told you that we have a group of 14 of us that meet together every Sunday night, a uh, galactic group. And Toby's a part of that group. And so we got on the group and I, you know, we always bounce these things off of each other. You have to have a tribe. Hopefully you all have a tribe that you can meet with and talk about these kinds of things so you number one think you're not crazy and two to figure out patterns that are happening in the right. community. So we mentioned it to some people and our friend Michelle who's also uh in the group. She said um well that's funny cuz Toby just called me this week and what were you guys talking about?
2: Oh, my eyes being very swollen right. and like super puffy and I had experienced that in the past mm-hmm. with food allergies but as the energies have changed and my body has changed and all the things that happen with that process now i'm not sensitive to certain things those things that were causing my eyes to swell and but now i've noticed that it'll happen i haven't really narrowed it down but it happens with fluctuations and energies and oftentimes it seems to be around things releasing Mm. and we had talked about at that time that it was um being able to see the higher perspective and being able to see oneself clearly too um especially like within a community and see one's role within a community clearly and being authentic in that way which right. then ties into the bees.
0: Right. So Michelle was telling us about that situation with, and both of those responses are a histamine kind of issue, right? And yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be yeah. triggered by a bee sting or something similar, right. correct? Right. Or eating honey or eating something that you were allergic to. Um and so, but but then Michelle says that she had a bunch of things happening that week or that weekend about bees and honey. I don't know. I think she went to um uh, she was a presenter somewhere and the person next to her, do you remember this mm-hmm. Had was selling honey or whatever it was. Oh, yes. So there was, there were just a couple of other bee links and honey links and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she looks at me and she goes, you realize that your origin story workbook has the honeycomb pattern on there. I'm like, what <laughs> show the honeycomb pattern yeah. again. That was yeah. on that page. Yeah, that has the, the, the um,
1: integration or the, not the integration, but the key. The key, con- the key yeah. The concept. key concepts. <laughs> So the key concepts. Now,
0: when I picked that pattern, I was just looking for something exciting, something, you know, visually appealing for that section. And it didn't even occur to me because it was kind of like sacred geometry, but it didn't mm-hmm. occur to me that it looked like the honeycomb pattern. Right,
1: Honeycomb or honey- mm-hmm. yeah,
0: Yeah. Um, so, so Michelle says this, and then I'm like, oh my God, what is going on with the honey thing? Well, anyway, so we did a meditation that night, Sunday night, and it was uh, about, Who was it that led us? Kathy. Yeah. Kathy led us through it. And here her guides walked her or helped her to walk us all through a meditation where we saw ourselves in separate combs of the honeycomb. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so we were, we were practicing um, tuning into other people's energies, but we were all in our own honeycomb. Mm -hmm. But the point was that we were each individuals, but that Mm -hmm. we were part of a community, right? So the theme was about community, uh, versus individuality, uh, seeing the higher yep. perspective. I guess there's many, many themes. If you well, guys can think of other themes that the bees represent, let us know.
1: What, prior to going live, you know, start the recording of this. Um, I said, well, the the aspect of the honeycomb is nourishment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even in with whatever you might gain out of, the, out of the book or the workbook or anything else that you're immersed in right now you know it's to have that perspective of nourishment what is what is your energetic aspect needing right now mm-hmm. what nourishment is it needing you know and, and you know honor that and and fulfill it for sure
0: but there is something about this idea of community have you been getting any of that this week or in in any of your meditations or channelings
2: yes and it goes back to um And I've had it in my personal life too, this theme of where and where do you fit? Where do you, meaning me, where do I fit within this community? And then um, when my, and being authentic in that role, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. when other people like with their actions are putting boundaries, encroaching and that type of thing, but um, making sure that Making sure that I'm staying in integrity to yes. what my truth is, and it does come back to this this idea of like the energetic sight mm. of can you see how how this might be pushing your boundaries or how this is not aligned with you, and then so if that's the case, do you still fit within that community or do you not? Right. Or is does it mean that your role within that community is shifting? And that, because I was thinking about with the bees, like each type of bee. They have a very specific role, right? Right. Good they point. don't vary from yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: without each of them having that very specific role, the hive can't thrive. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, yeah, we each have to play our own specific role, but we have to be authentic in that role that we're playing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Which is why we all have different gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so we can't lament the fact like I did for many years, because, you know, I'm upfront and honest with y'all. How come my gift can't be as visible as Will's? Like he's channeling, his gifts are obvious. My gifts are not as obvious. And there was a lot of self doubt there. But, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever your gift is, you're contributing to the greater whole, and your piece is critical. Every single person is a unique entity, and their role is critical, whether you are staying at home and providing energy to the collective of love, holding that space for love, for the energy to come down and help us Mm -hmm. form the new earth, or whether you're out there, you're one of the activists fighting um, and trying to uh, clear the evil and all of that sort of stuff. So no matter what your role is, it's important. Um,
1: But, but, you know, I think today was interesting because we had a client earlier this morning and immediately after the client session, as we were wrapping things, you know, as we, got off the zoom call and you were getting up into, to your thing, you, you mentioned that you um had oh, this, had this right. vision of yourself doing kind that of what odd. I'm doing, what I'm doing, meaning wow. dropping into when channel I and call that out. Well, no, because, because it leads into, it leads into the aspect of honoring and, 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 and fulfilling that, that, aspect of yourself, that yes. role, right? And mm-hmm. and I think that's the role that you're fulfilling. You might not be fulfilling it in a spoken channeled aspect, but when you drop in during a session to facilitate the session, you are, but now it's, now it's evolving. So now it's honoring that it's honoring that, that, you know, that push. And I think many of us were feeling pushed in certain directions. We're feeling led into certain directions to, to take our, our gifts or our, you know, whatever you want to call it to the next level. But yet we hold back, we hold ourselves back because we don't know what we're doing. We don't feel comfortable doing what we're doing.
0: Right. Or the physicality is throwing roadblocks, perceived roadblocks that we are using as excuses. Just like, it wasn't just this morning, but many clients Yeah, like they're afraid to step completely fully into this because of finances. Yeah. They feel like they need to keep, and you feel that way. I feel that way. Right. Yes. But um, I think part of that is that we do need to hold the light in whatever Mm -hmm. entity we're in. But
1: it's honoring ourselves. So if you're, if you're any of you that are out there are feeling like, I know there's something that I'm being drawn to. Well, it doesn't mean you have to go and leave something to go into something. Right. Remember, be like a child, be like a kid, you know, that picks up a coloring book for the first time and starts scribbling in it. That's, that's the energy that you're looking at. You're looking at something new that's in front of you, play with it, giggle with it, Mm -hmm. just enjoy the heck out of it. Then in time, you'll come to understand how you're going to use this in your you know, everyday practice or everyday life. Mm-hmm. So it's not to figure st- out baby right. steps, baby taking steps. baby, baby steps, steps out
0: in faith. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. And those are so important. And we tend to look at them sometimes I think as like baby steps, but when you think about, mm-hmm. I've heard, I don't remember where I heard someone say this, but you know, when a baby takes their first step, it's not very, it's wobbly. <laughs> they fall down. Yeah. They don't go very far. They're and running the a marathon. Around, yeah. right? Are like cheering like yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's super excited, and they
0: weren't and, afraid of being embarrassed. No, right, right, right. And
2: even the the ones where they fall down and they crack their you know bum or face or whatever are just as important as the ones where they're running yeah. the marathon. So, right, I think that's important for all of us to remember when we're starting out on things, yeah. and I'm- that you know, following the gifts can be really uncomfortable too. Oh yeah. That it's probably not going to
1: feel. You're going to be wobbly. You're going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You're going to fall on your face. Because right. I mean, you know, if happens. you
0: were already an expert, you wouldn't need to practice. With, That's right. Right, right. right.
1: But I mean, you know, just, just knowing you for the, the the short span that we've known you from the, from that first meeting at that, at that holistic fair to now, look at the baby steps you've taken and look at now the sprint that you're on. So <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it happens quite rapidly yeah. as long as you can get out of your own way. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think the biggest aspect of that is getting out of your own way. Cause we'll, we'll get in our, we'll get in our own way if we, if we allow it. Yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think for me too, it's, it's a con, not a constant thing, but it's something that uh, I'm always aware of mm-hmm. and s- it's um, oftentimes we see other people doing things yep. and we feel like, Oh, they're doing it with no problem. Oh. They don't have any second thoughts. They don't have any anxiety over it. Right. They don't worry about right. not getting it wrong, you know, not getting it right. They don't have imposter syndrome and, but they probably do Oh, you know, for but sure. doing it anyway. So they're probably
1: thinking of the same thoughts yeah. that you're thinking. Exactly. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And
2: that's yeah. important for people to recognize too, that we all have those thoughts yeah. and there's <clears throat> nothing to not judge ourselves well, I, for I, having them. I know?
1: absolutely went right. through that when I first started channeling, you know, I mean, it, you know, with the, within the first, I'll say year and a half of channeling it, you know, uh, there's, it's hard not to compare yourself to some of the other channelers, some of the other, you know, big channelers out there. And it's, it's, it gets, humbling very quickly when you realize that you're doing something that not many people do but and then there are many people that are extremely profound and they've made a big name for themselves and you're like well I don't know I'd like to get there but what are they doing that I'm not doing you know that kind of thing and (laughs) or am I really doing what they're doing and and you, you go through this whole mental exercise that ends up crippling you basically and you start doubting yourself you start doubting what you're doing and but then realization kicks in and, and, and you get to a point of going, no, this is really who I am. I can't, I can't deny what I'm doing because I can see the profound outcomes. And now I'm just going to set aside that thought of everybody else that does this Mm -hmm. and focus on my craft, Mm -hmm. my ability. And you know, and, and refine that to the point of being the best that I can be being the most authentic I can be and providing the client the most, you know um, uh, the most of myself during the session. So,
0: right. And when yeah. we do that and we're focused on ourselves and our, on our own alignment with source, we're too busy doing our thing to worry yeah. about anybody else or
1: judge anybody that,
0: else. Right. That's a very good- and the other Sorry. interesting thing is that people overall are really too self-absorbed to be thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you.
2: We're all thinking about ourselves, right? Right, right.
0: So all those people you think are judging you and worrying about what you're wearing, they're that day or what you're right? eating. <laughs> yes, they're self-absorbed, trust me. <laughs> anyway, I want to get back to something that we kind of alluded to, and this is this idea of community. And as we move into the new earth mm-hmm. uh, and we evolve, I think there's a misconception. And at some point, Michaela Sheldon, beautifully encapsulated this a while back. Uh, And that's really the only person I've seen address this. But I think we have this idea that as we evolve into the fifth dimension, that we're all going to become more similar
2: Mm. that
0: when we become one or because Mm. we're all one, we're all going to be identical. Meaning there are a lot of stereotypes about people in the metaphysical community Mm -hmm. that they all do yoga, that they're Mm -hmm. vegan perhaps, uh, you know that they know certain things about certain things. We sometimes even think they're all Democrat or they all think the same way or vote the same way or do the same things, right? Mm-hmm. And um,
1: wear the same clothes or you meditate know. all the yeah. time, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Right.
0: And you know what? The evolution is not about becoming more similar. It is about retaining our individuality, but being unified within those individual pieces. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So this was really interesting. Who was it we were talking to that um, was channeling the, oh, I I was watching this on a a channeler who channels the Pleiadians Mm. and her team uh, was a collective of Pleiadians, 2,500 of them, essentially. And she, her soul was a part of it. Excuse me. And, um, and they explained that although they're a collective, they can individualize also. So each can have their own experience mm-hmm. while still being part of this collective. And that's where we're headed. Yeah, yeah. So it isn't about us all becoming similar, more similar, thinking the same way
2: mm-hmm.
0: to agree, but we're, we're going to be able to find common ground amongst the differences. So does that make sense? It does. Mm-hmm. And
2: I think it it's kind of goes back to what you were saying about being self-absorbed in a way too, because what I think gets removed is judgment. Yeah. Yes. So right. We right. Each are able to follow our own path and yeah. have our own experience. And we're doing it while not judging anyone else for exactly. theirs Exactly. where it does differ from ours and where. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So, you know, some people find like, if you think one way and you think another way, we feel like that's going to cause conflict automatically. And that the only way to overcome that conflict is you either have to come to my side and believe what I believe, or I have to come to your side and believe what you believe. And 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 if you
1: don't, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to get louder and then you're going to get louder and we're both going to be loud and we're not going to get anywhere.
0: Or that we should compromise to the point of giving up our belief so that just to keep the peace right that's not what the new earth is all about Mm -mm. it is about like you said that's exactly right not judging anyone else's belief system understanding there can be eight billion different perspectives one for each person on the planet there are eight billion perspectives (laughs) and they're all okay yeah because we all signed a different contract and came in to accomplish something different or experience something different Not Mm -hmm. the same thing. So there's no way that we could all agree.
1: I think that's that, you know, you bring up a good point. You know, I I think the biggest learning curve for myself over the last three, four years um, was just that it's, it's, it's coming to that comfortable place of knowing that everybody has their own contract and they're living their own truth. They're living their contract just the way they've, you know, scripted it or, Put it up for themselves just as i'm living my own contract my own my own script and when when you can come to that point of being okay with that then an errant disagreement with someone else that has a different belief system a different understanding of that it comes at it i come at it or i look at it or i feel it in a in a much different way i can step back and go okay they're onto something that i haven't been introduced to so instead of it might go against everything i believe it might even go against what i'm what i'm doing in my craft but if i can you know look across and and be there with them and understand hey we're both living our contract we're both living our our, our journey out equally. Right. Let's learn from each other instead of, <laughs> instead of fight against each other or, you know, and, and yeah, so I don't know. I, hopefully that makes sense. It's kind of a thought that's rolling around in my head, but it's, it does make sense. yeah, it's, it's, it, it is that it is that comfortable place of knowing that everybody is here doing something that they're meant to be doing
0: and it is liberating not to judge other people anyway yeah. Yeah. because then it's not your worry you don't have right. to worry about it. like they say not my circus not my monkeys <laughs> it's exactly right that isn't. It yeah. isn't.
2: that's what i was seeing about the the contract aspect too yeah. it, it's very liberating i feel to get to yeah. that point of accepting that because along with that you know with when there is the contrast between us and another person or us in a situation then it's about what we're what our soul wanted to learn in that experience but also what the other soul wanted to learn in that experience and our part in helping that other soul Mm -hmm. learn what they're meant to learn and so it's really
1: yeah because when you get to a point in which you're standing in front of somebody well that didn't happen by accident right right (laughs) that did not happen by accident (laughs) you might think oh my god that was just accidental that i happen to be you know that i happen to meet this person at, at the coffee shop. No, 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 no. That was, mm-hmm. that was written a long time ago. So,
0: Or you might be thinking, why in the hell is this person in my life? <laughs> right. Why did I interact with this person? It's,
1: yeah. it's just as much for right? them as Very it is for true. you. Right. Yeah. 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 And,
0: but yeah, when you take it back to the contract and and just remember that it is so much easier mm-hmm. to just let it go let it go as they say right let it go <laughs> we're gonna let it go i have to do that a lot with my children next
1: on the halftime show dr allison brown oh.
0: you didn't know i could sing did you? Uh, but releasing um control of one's children when they fly the coop for the first time Yeah. oh man that was a hard lesson it didn't take me too long but it was no. a hard lesson
1: well i mean it's not like our children at the age of, you know, 18 or 17 left and went to college no. immediately. No, our children actually stayed around for. for. An they experience. gave us time to yeah, get they, used they, to it. The, the, the runway was quite long on our children at the house. So uh, which which I am we didn't absolutely mind at all. fine with. I mean, uh, you know, our son is still at the house and it's he just he he likes to travel He likes to, you know, uh, explore the world. So he needs a place to, you know, call home. So, you know, he doesn't want to, um, you know, uh, root himself into an apartment or a house just when he's not
0: there 75% of the time. Right.
1: So, and he, he, you know, he feels bad at times. Oh, you know, I I don't want to mooch. You're not mooching. Look, you've got a stable place. You've got a room. Enjoy it. You know, there'll yeah. be plenty of times that we'll be mooching off of you when we come to visit. So, yeah. <laughs> Or when we're old and the correct out. Works works out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It all balances out.
0: But I think this, um, I, I wanted to bring all of that up because it, it ties in with this idea of community and mm-hmm. the the collective and the honeycomb aspect and the bees, how they are in community. And like you said, each role is vital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they were all the same... Like you said, there would be no honey being made.
1: That's right. right. Right.
0: Because you'd either have all queens or all worker bees and whatever. Right. And yeah. yeah. And you're doomed. Yeah. Um I was trying to think back when we talked to the to the bees. They were the first collective that we actually mm-hmm. channeled for the Love Notes book.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh fascinating conversation. Their their energy is so gentle and, and beautiful and loving. And one of the questions I asked, which this is really funny. I love this. I said, you know, physicists, human physicists say that your body is really too big to get you off the ground with the wings that you have. Uh, how is it that you you fly and how, how does this work? They said to me, we really don't spend a lot of time thinking about that because <laughs> if we did, we might never fly. <laughs> And
1: I thought, how profound is that for our lives? Yeah. Right. Is that not
0: something we can learn from? If we keep thinking about the reasons we shouldn't be able to, or can't do something, you would just never even attempt it. Yeah. So, I I mean, that just stuck with me. It was the most beautiful.
2: That really is. Right. Really? So yeah, pick up a copy
0: of that for Christmas. If you, if you haven't already, I mean, that one is just chock full of wisdom from the animals, the collectives, Uh, all of the pet sessions that we've done that we're not doing another infomercial. I promise, but, (laughs) but uh, the bee information was really, really, really good. And um, Mm -hmm. the wasps and the snakes and the rats and all of the fun animals.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, this has been a fun, fun romp pre Christmas romp through the origin story and the bees. And we really want to hear from you guys. Uh, If you picked up the workbook, how are you enjoying it? How are you using it? Let us know. Um, if you have bee experiences, particularly in the past month or so, mm-hmm. let us know what's happening with you and what are your thoughts about it? What What kind of information or intuition are you getting about that? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And do, if you are interested, sign up for the uh, 12-week book study prior to December 15th, yep. which I don't know. Is that Saturday? <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Well, you're putting Friday, Friday, Friday
0: or Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday. So Friday at midnight.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh for the early bird, but you still can sign up all the way until a couple of days prior if you want to and put yep. that on your Christmas list. We would love, love, love to see some of our uh, I know there's at least one person that's a frequent viewer that has signed up. And I look forward to her being a part of our, yep. our group. And we would love to see some of you all that are have been with us for a while and commenting. Yep. It would be really fun to see your faces on Zoom and, and get to know you a little bit better and you're obviously drawn to this information for a reason. So I think that would add to the collective cohesion, the collective learning, because heaven knows we're going to be learning from you all.
1: Absolutely. As much
0: as you're learning from us, uh, we're learning together. We're collaborating uh, and integrating together. So again, thank you so much for joining us. All of those links that you need are going to be in the description box. Check out Toby L Bell too. If you need um, some other Christmas gift ideas, a sigil for somebody for Christmas is a beautiful way to honor them. Absolutely. Anything else you want to say about your products or your.
2: Um, well, the 2024 light language sigil reading, I'm offering um, a a reading and that goes along with a channeled sigil for the year of 2024 Ooh, for nice. you. So it'll be um, a touchstone is the, the word I was given for it. Something to go Ooh, back wow. to refer to to um connect into with the activations and then so you'll receive that a reading that explains how that will assist you throughout the year mm-hmm. um and then there will be a meditation as well that will help you to connect into the sigil that you can add to your rituals through your regular ritual or just whenever you feel called to do it through the year i know we were going to wrap up but i have a question now
0: sure um When you get these sigils, does the group that's providing it tell you who it is or is it just your guides or is it their guides or who is it that's providing this information? It
2: depends. It depends on the person um, and it depends on um, trying to think of how to put this into words. Um, I think it just depends on the individual Mm -hmm. um, and it depends on how how their energy is at the time, whether it's. My guides coming through, or their guides coming more towards me. Because right. I see it as like this way, you know, like whether right, mm-hmm. which which direction it's uh-huh. coming from. Yeah. More.
0: And uh, are you able to tell sense. them that at the time?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm not. And I'm kind of hesitating because because most people don't ask, so I haven't really thought about
1: the mechanism. The, the mechanism. You're
2: exactly. Right. Might be yeah. treading
0: in an yeah. area I shouldn't be. <laughs> at,
2: <laughs> It's interesting for me to think about, but that's why it takes me a little bit to put it into words because I'm like, okay, wait, how does that happen? (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And And I'll say, you know, when, for me, I'm, I'm always, I'm kind of a diagnostician at heart. So I like to know the the mechanisms and the understandings of how things function. Mm-hmm. So even with my channeling, mm-hmm. it took me a while to understand that mechanism of dropping in and who am I connecting to at first or what group am I, you know, and all this. And once I had that understanding, then when this little Twitch would happen or that little thing would happen as I'm going in, then mm-hmm. I know. And it's, it's, it adds for me, it adds a like a layer of um, comfort, maybe? comfort. Yeah, yeah. Of knowing, okay. Yep everything right. is ticking itself it's off foundation and... of exactly knowing, yes yep. Yep. yeah
2: and i i get this similar type things like body yep. sensations mm-hmm. and different parts of my body represent different guides for yep. me or different aspects or even mediumship there's a specific feeling i get with that it's very yep. interesting yeah but it's definitely like a a like process a of yeah. figuring out like what what, okay, yeah. what am I feeling now?
1: You know? <laughs> so I mean, that's interesting. And it's evolving. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. And
0: I'm curious how that works for you. Like you, you obviously set aside time because you sit down with your paper and your pens and mm-hmm. the person's name and all of that, I imagine. And then do you sit and tune into your heart space uh, do you kind of astral projectors? How does that work when that information comes in?
2: I, If I'm doing it remotely for someone or at a different time when they're not physically present or mm-hmm. we're not over Zoom, I've asked for an image of their face mm. and I connect into their eyes. Oh, yeah. And so that is kind of the that's not kind of it's the portal that I use. Sure. For connecting wow. Into sure. their energy. And that's the.
1: That's cool. Mm, yeah.
0: That's that it is. Works. It's so exciting. You guys got to get one. I'm telling you. Uh, but at any rate, we thank you guys so much for spending your time with us. And uh, we thank have you. another another podcast before Christmas, I believe.
1: I think so. I, I'm not at this point, I'm not going to guess because I was <laughs> on the calendar in
0: front of us. But the one between <laughs> Christmas and New Year's, the Wednesday before New Year's, that's right, is going to be our blooper reel. We previewed it already just to make sure it was okay. Nothing bad.
1: It's a, uh, what would this, so what's the, um, there's, there's a, like a, an award that goes out to uh, like media and stuff, Grammys like, or Emmys or something yeah, like that, or Rotten Tomatoes. To that. Well, maybe Rotten Tomatoes would be a good one. I don't know. It's definitely worth it. I don't know. I, if I may say so myself. So
0: it is really good. You guys have to watch it, and you need to watch it. By the way,
1: yes this this episode. Don't just listen. I, I know that many of you might um, just put this, put our podcast on out on the limb, and just listen to it through your headphones as you're going about your daily business or driving or something like that please this one sit down and actually watch because it's funnier it's when a you lot watch of it. behind the scenes prior to we actually you know um what you guys actually see uh or listen to on the uh, on the out on the limb podcast episodes so it's everything kind of behind the scenes and a lot of antics that take place and it gets funnier
0: scenes. and funnier as it goes it with a big crescendo at the end it trust does. me yes <laughs> so until next time guys thanks for being with us see on the podcast